2: Faced once again with the adept but disinterested bartender bitters, the party learns the fate of their beloved Mr. Burbles, pours over the brunch menu, and decides on the Aurora Brunchialis and an egg flight. Don't ask. Crater unpacks some baggage at the table about his past and connection to Scavenge, who is likely responsible for taking a piece of Crater that controls his emotions. Despite this, Crater manages to keep a hold on his temper, but barely... Meanwhile, Riot's phone is blowing up with cryptic non-invites to the Solmazet estate from Mismera, and a plea from Lux to get into some visible trouble. And so, they set off party-hopping and teleportation circle-hunting. First stop, the Museum of Thorolush Fay, or the Moth. Crater makes a smashing entrance. They swipe half of the unicorn horns. Celestine gets tossed by a scream flytrap, but unfortunately... No teleportation circle to be found. The next party takes place at the luminous Opera House. Garbazine illicitly picks up a press pass, and the party encounters Teaspoon Equilibret, much to Crater's starstruck amazement. Teaspoon wants to talk shop with Riot and become pen pals. Apparently, they have the same agent, And as she makes her exit, Teaspoon slides them a closed envelope containing her dress and perhaps something more. As the team waits for the show to start, who could this year's surprise performer be? We rejoin our party as they continue to party their way through Viridesia. I can hear you.
3: I am listening. Here, the cacophony Coming from all across the Fifth
1: Collide Oh, how I miss you, my dearest darling I miss the clockwork The neon The networks
2: Oh, these metropolises These These
3: Desolate biomes Oh, The fun and games we have planned
2: But always with The the promise that we are on a blinding path of success you will be tried
4: you will be
3: compromised i repeat
0: we've been compromised but do not despair you will see
4: the world you will know
0: planet arcana you will find
4: all it takes is a friend all it takes perseverance
0: all it takes
2: is a little sweat all it takes is a key you now have in your possession a letter
1: from Teaspoon. This is the point in the movie where you look down at the note and she's got some sort of like help me message written there oh, or something sure. like that, some sort of clue. Get out while you can.
2: Yeah. There is like another little notation that just, it just kind of says like, really hope to see you there. But more noticeable than that are the three badges Oh my. that come falling out of the note that she gave you. God! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> and i do have some like rando names but if you all want to like make up the rando name of a person that you receive the badge of then feel free all right one of them is lukewarm <laughs>
4: <laughs> can mine can mine say knight e4 <laughs> yes,
0: yes. <laughs> knight e4 <laughs> and what pronouns do you put down
1: uh he him righteous i can be lukewarm
2: i do have another name it is yes. vodka cran oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: That's yeah. although like riot uh, isn't isn't everybody just gonna know who riot is or uh, I, I guess we can disguise you
3: i do have a little spell called disguise self so.
1: oh, <laughs> oh, which,
3: <laughs> which
4: you've been teasing for 12 episodes <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm excited for this yeah okay hell yeah. Inco- incognito mode now is the time yeah <laughs> Vodka crayon. Sweet.
2: Are right, is it are you slapping this
3: on right now? You know what? Maybe I won't do it right now. I'm gonna keep the badge on and then we can just like you know, cook up some trouble, make sure the thing isn't here, and then and then if we end up going to the next thing, then I'll do it in stealth mode on the way there. Sweet. I wanna stay conspicuous for now?
2: All right, and let's get a final roundup of people's names and pronouns on their badges.
1: Uh lukewarm for Celestine. He him, I suppose.
2: I'll do vodka crayon. Uh she her.
1: Night E4. He him.
2: As you put your badges on, the lights actually start to dim um, and like a voice comes over and it's just like 15 minutes until presentation and people sort of start to like fill into the chairs properly.
1: Is there anything else for us to see around here or or is it largely just like the theater?
2: Yeah, it's largely the theater. Like there are a couple of doors that you can see like ushers going into and out of. And then of course, like you would presume that the stage
0: has exits and entrances as well.
4: Has Garbazine already... Ventured off from us.
0: I think he's kind of waiting till most people are scooting in, into the theater. Okay. I, uh, as soon as most people are in there, I think I'll take that opportunity.
3: Use that luck wisely, the unicorn horn there, buddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Will do. I think he like kind of skulks off for now to start it, like get into position. All
4: right. Riot, let's get you a uh, front row seat here. Hell yeah. You know, I, I'll pretty confidently say that you're probably the most famous person in this in this room so let's do it <laughs> flatterer <laughs>
1: unless sir Limbiscuit biscuit is in fact here
3: oh he's way more famous
1: than me
4: yeah i think that's the only person that has who beat it this month <laughs> but we don't know who it is so yeah can we uh walk to the front of the theater try and steal some front row seats i'm gonna
2: be prick and say that people have already taken up the front row seats um and they <laughs> do look up and go like as they see riot and mm-hmm. i'm just like oh hello, hello
3: oh oh are these seats all taken what a shame I guess we'll go to uh, a different area unless anybody
2: knows. Roll me the easiest persuasion of your life.
4: Okay. <laughs> don't roll a fucking nat one here.
2: <laughs> and you can put a nat one that gets them to move seats. Uh, 18. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Like nine people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not necessary. Okay. Oh, well, okay, great. Can we sell the seats <laughs> off now? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. People actually <laughs> seem to be too nervous to sit on either side of y'all now. They like... <laughs> You like walk by and you're like oh shit oh god <laughs> Hi, and then
0: just go find a different speed that's incredible
4: I'll take a seat um I think my my head immediately starts to swivel and to see if I recognize any other people here.
2: Interesting you are looking for someone in particular?
4: Not not in particular. I've had Harley high stakes on my mind. Mm. So Roll
2: me Uh, perception. An investigation. I
4: should not be the one doing this, but, uh, oh, that's okay. Uh, it's, uh, 15.
2: You sort of scan the room looking for, like, where there might be, like, larger groups of people, and you do notice sort of a spot close to the front but not front row where, like, people are crowding... Like a handful of people are crowding around, sort of like an older looking woman. Uh, you recognize her as Bartera
4: Streisand. As what?
2: Bartera Is that what it was? I forget. Yeah, it was Ron- yeah. Who, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: God.
2: And like they're asking her why she's not singing. And she says, Don't tell me not to sing. <laughs> I simply
0: don't want to. <laughs> Don't tell me to sing. <laughs> oh,
4: God. And oh. the
2: sun's a ball of butter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: exactly. She's, she's kind, she looks kind of pissed that she's not performing. <laughs> <laughs> she had to come anyway.
3: Yes, <laughs> <sure>.
4: okay. <laughs> okay. then uh, I think Craig will just settle into a seat eating his popcorn waiting for the show then
1: Sick. please please tell me that you made the popcorn in your boiler oh, my God.
0: whoa
1: yeah
4: but i was courteous enough to do it before the show started so it didn't bother other people
0: your popcorn <laughs> chamber like your separate pop it's
1: a little like jiffy pop in
3: there yeah man if mods were a thing in real life i'd get that installed
2: right <laughs> <Ryan's> making notes <laughs> What kind of engine so you got in that? sick upgrade, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the lights dim even further. They continue dimming, so do people's voices. They get like more and more like murmur, murmur mur. and finally, with like enormous fanfare, just this like massive light show strikes up on stage and like real magician-y motivationally type of music starts playing. It's like and people like <laughs> freaking out and out onto stage. Runs this exuberant figure with the body and arms of a slinky. <laughs> wow. He flops about with surprising grace and nonchalance, holding his microphone in one hand and running the other through his long red Fabio hair. He lopsidedly salutes the cheering crowd, and there is no mistaking him, my friends. Sir Biscuit, yes. fame yes. philosopher and motivational speaker, <laughs> is this year's secret performer, and people are losing it. Oh my god. He's like a Tony Robbins vibe. (laughs) Take it away,
3: slimp.
4: Slimp. (laughs) 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 Uh,
0: Yes. It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. (laughs) Everything (laughs) is fucked. Everybody sucks. You don't really know why, but you want to justify (laughs) ripping someone's head off. No human contact. And if you interact, your life is on contract. Your, Your best, best bet, bet is to stay away, <laughs> motherfucker. Wow!
4: Everyone's
0: like, stay away, motherfucker. <laughs> At this point, I'd like to open up the floor for questions.
4: Can I just say, this is the greatest thing you two have ever That's done. <laughs> incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <trying> to clap. <laughs> All right, um,
2: I would say that, like, the same goth android as before gets up and is, like, asks into the microphone, like... Hey, um, um, I'd just like some some advice. advice. My, uh, my My badge badge for the Soul party has gone missing. And, And, you know, I, I I just don't know know what to do. do. I feel like if I miss this party, then I'm like, nobody, you know, and like, I I run into this sort of stuff all the time, you know, like, 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 like terminal FOMO. What should I do?
0: (laughs) Yes, nobody loves me either nobody owes me a thing nobody <laughs> loves me either nobody cares nobody loves me maybe i'll go eat worms
2: <laughs> <laughs> this person just like nods as if that really makes sense just like shakes their head they're just like god oh, thank you so much thank you so much and like goes and sits down
1: celacine is awestruck just like <laughs> mouth open this is incredible
0: I did it all for the nookie. Come on, <laughs> the nookie. Come on, so you can take that cookie and stick it up your. <laughs> yeah, the crowd absolutely loses their shit again. Like it's like a good five minutes before they calm down after that
1: one. Celestine would like to go ask a question.
0: Sweet, take it away.
1: Um, excuse me, uh, Mister, Sir, Mister Biscuit. Um, I just was just wondering how you cope with not knowing who your maker is how, how does one cope with that
0: he pauses for a moment and looks deep in thought ha <laughs> ha yes come in raw with no <laughs> corrections saving all perfections for what i do with my erections <laughs>
1: Thank you, <laughs> thank, you <for> your, your <laughs>
2: words. thank you so much uh, yes the audience at that one is like a little bit more vexed like the the claps are like a little bit like and people are looking next to each other but like they work themselves up into enough of a frenzy again because limp is just like freaking out and like slinking all over the place crater
1: it may be that i'm not intelligent enough to decipher what sir limp biscuit is saying but it's also a possibility that he does not know what the hell he's talking about
4: no it you know, I I've respected this guy for what he's been able to build. Like he's got obviously a big empire here. But it kind of seems like he's just going through a Rolodex of preset answers.
3: I mean, I did hear that he said one time, I crawled up your butt somehow. And that's when things got turned around. And I, I don't really think that was an actual quote.
4: That's just good life advice, right. though.
2: <laughs> as you're discussing whether or not Sir Limp Bizkit is has credibility as a philosopher, um, another person has gone up to the mic. And they're like, Limp, Limp Sir Limp, Limp, Limp what Limp, is the, the hottest, hottest dance, dance move for the coming, coming year? it's it's year of the fool we all know there's gonna be a dance craze we all know that you know what it is what
0: are what are the moves tell us the moves move in now move out hands up now hands down back up back up tell me what you are gonna do now holy shit
2: this guy's like mind is blown he's like holding his head in his hands and like has to be like carried back to his seat like being fanned because that that just blew his mind and then people are like moving like trying to do the very vague moves that he described in the audience
0: i think at this point too it worked at the last venue so garbazine takes something shatterable and drops it at the top of the <laughs> theater um so you all hear like a bit of a shatter and you look you guys look up and you see garbazine like at the at the doors the entrance to this theater and he's doing the same motion like like the cutting motion
1: shit our cue here folks can we leave without making a scene i would hate to disrupt this performance we can make a scene oh oh oh, oh, all right right i'm following your lead here i'm down for whatever
3: all right i'm gonna stand up and say brava brava and start clapping and then the whole crowd starts getting in there as well and everybody just erupts and we use that to get the fuck out of there (laughs) standing and walk the fuck out ovation
1: i think celestine like pauses at the entrance and just takes one last look back at, at, at Sir Limp Biscuit and just kind of like just like nods like yeah I think I think maybe I'm just not ready to hear what he has to say. <laughs>
2: All right, so you've you've made a pretty smooth escape. Um, because the show is like going on currently, there's there's not too many people like out in the the streets directly around the opera house, but it is starting to softly become evening.
3: All right, should we find a little alley to hide in for a moment and get uh, acquainted with our new
0: selves?
1: That does sound like a a good plan. I I, I take it Garbazine, you found nothing of. Nothing of value. Uh,
0: well, I am Tina Wednesday when we go into this party, but <laughs>
4: yeah,
1: as
0: far as looking around the opera house, no dice.
3: Okay, that's great. You know what? We're narrowing it down, and that's what we came here to do.
4: You know, it's reassuring that our, our first guess as to where this teleportation circle was going to be seems like it's the, it was the correct guess. So you know what? Our intuition is on point.
3: Yeah. Go
2: with the gut.
4: Can I just say, I'm having a fun evening, though. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Me too.
1: It has been enlightening in a number of ways.
2: As you say that, people walk by and they're just like, no, dude, like the whole fucking window of the entrance of the museum. <laughs> Hottest moves in the fifth glide.
4: <laughs> Great. Yeah, let's uh let's let's deriot you.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, tell me about vodka cran. Okay, so I'm gonna become a lot shorter and I'm gonna have a little bob for a hair instead. And I'm wearing like a floor-length, bright, bright red kind of a gown but it's more of like a just like sheaths of fabric and i'm like a it's like it's kind of shapeless in like a really high fashion kind of way Mm. big smoky eye Mm. Mm. i'm
2: getting like flapper vibes Yeah. yeah
3: but like totally covered you can't well you can't see any kind of like robotic stuff that are going on so uh i feel like disguised self can only go so far
2: like full gloves kind of thing oh
3: like to the floor like the whole the dress is covering my entire body
2: oh amazing what about uh the two of y'all any any prep that you'll need to do
1: i think that like celestine probably like finds a reflective surface to sort of like straighten himself up in. you know like make sure he's not rumpled or whatever but other than that Nobody knows Celestine, he, you know, so I don't think that he, you know, he's lukewarm for all intents and purposes. Yeah, I, I think the same
4: <laughs> for crater. Um, uh, uh, he'll probably do a sweep of himself to make sure there's no glass shards remaining stuck anywhere, just so he's not incriminating himself. But I think otherwise, he's going to go in just as himself, who is now knight e
1: four,
2: knight e four plus bandana.
1: Before we we do go in, do we do we want to discuss why teaspoon? Was so keen to get us in. Seems kind of out of nowhere.
4: Could that just be a respect thing? I'd love to believe that it's just
3: a respect thing.
1: Hmm. I mean, if it's just a respect thing, that's all well and good. But, you know, if she was able to get badges, then wouldn't she have just got a badge with Riot's name on it? These are other people. Presumably stolen badges.
3: I wonder if there's something going on here. Like, maybe this is a call for help or something.
4: She did seem a little... Distress. She wasn't 100% her normal chip herself that we usually see on the pep, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Is it perhaps because she was contracted to lead us into what will be a trap?
3: Well, what are our other options?
1: I guess just going into it knowing that that's what it is.
4: Yeah. Guards up. If that's the case, I think at this point we've fought ourselves out of force. Oh, yeah. I have faith. In her little party.
3: Yeah, and our little party. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, it's good to go in with uh, a keen set of eyes,
1: as it were. Right. Well, as always, after you, Ms. Riot. Uh 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 It's vodka Cranton. Ah, uh, my apologies. <laughs> I, as as you all know, I am not good at this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all good, Luke.
1: What uh, I, I, I start looking around <laughs> see what you're talking to. <laughs> Ninety four.
4: Uh I'll go second
2: is that a, it, like am I, I missing know. a, a <laughs> uh, chess like, joke uh, kind of i don't know that's oh bad oh my
4: he, god you can cut that <laughs> no please <laughs> I <love it>. Nope. <laughs> i just
0: literally don't know chess
2: yeah.
4: Knight uh, uh, e four.
0: That's a classic phrase that's said in chess. Is I'll go second. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: knight 94 e four. I'll play as black. So you go first. I'll oh.
0: play
2: as black. So
4: you go first. It's so smooth. It's like James Bond. James Bond. Is it like nighttime by this point?
2: Yeah, it's growing to be evening. It's early evening. Okay. And you actually sort of look around and see like a group of people with these badges. Um, you know, walking in a certain direction, you figure like, well, you know, follow them. And indeed within about 15, 20 minutes, they reach the, it's sort of like the edge of the city and it faces outward. But like what you can see from the outside of the estate is a classic concentric castle on the West side of the city. So a concentric castle is one that has like a wall on the outside and then like a square shaped castle on the inside with a courtyard in the middle i don't know google it
4: (laughs) yeah you fucking idiots yeah
2: whatever (laughs) i had to i had to look it up so so do you um the estate consists of an outer wall then a garden then the castle proper which is semicircular surrounding the final inner courtyard which uh you can't actually see but that is how a concentric castle works The stones are coated in that iridescent shell, and looking up the wall, you can see branches of a massive tree poking out from behind. And again, like, all of these be-badged people are going (laughs) out to an entrance, which seems to be, like, trickling through more slowly as people are, you know, presenting themselves and
0: being vetted for entry.
4: When you say vetted, like... What are they doing exactly? Like presenting their badges. I see. Okay.
0: So uh, same plan here. I'll go check around and it kind of seems like this one you're expecting to see people you know. That's the hope, I guess. Well, if it's not here, I'm not really sure where else to go. So here's hoping. Here's hoping. What is your signal going to be if it is here? Yeah, I was going to ask you that too. Are you going to just go and mingle? I think so.
3: Anything could happen. But I
0: think so, yeah. I feel like the system that we've set up together as a team where I drop something that shatters and makes a big sound (laughs) has worked so far. I don't see why it wouldn't work again.
4: Yeah, I think just maybe instead of doing like the throat cutty, just do like a big old smile at us and we'll will understand
0: i don't really do smiles i mean i could try <laughs> let's
4: let's practice real quick can we can we see a smile
0: his like face displays you know when people smile but they just open their lips to bare their teeth and that's kind of all that happens <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's...
0: like that emoji yeah. oh, no. <laughs> it's the yikes emoji <laughs> yeah how's that was that good is that natural
4: but yeah you, you look it's you look great hot.
0: yeah not yeah. all of us were made to be pip yikes. influencers whatever okay oh buddy just chill just chill <laughs> it's fine
3: totally fine
2: it's totally fine as you go forward to the door you can hear people gossiping and uh you pick up some like little factoids about the 8s that are maybe supplemented by nice history roll from everybody <laughs> Ooh, seven. Oh dear uh
1: 10 nice i guess Nope. two <laughs> Oh,
0: God. <laughs> okay. Well. What is going on with the history?
4: Yeah, what what yeah, is the, the reasoning
1: history.
0: behind? I want to know a reason behind why everybody's doing so poorly on history checks in the city.
3: Yeah, give me some flavor. Well, so we had other things to focus on when we were growing that's up. Fair, we,
4: that's fair, that's fair. I ain't our... no fucking
1: nerd. I don't care about history. <laughs> okay, we
2: got ain't no fucking nerd.
1: I will remind you that I am three years old and <laughs> I have not <laughs> completed my journey. I, I don't know much about much.
2: Okay, well... We'll just say that the Solmazates are a legacy royal family known for, like, performance-related stuff. They're friendly with the hot and heavies with, like, occasional intermarrying.
4: Okay. When we ran into Mesmera at Risco Tech, we never interacted with her directly. Like, Celcene and I never interacted with Mesmera directly.
0: That is correct.
4: Okay, yeah, we
1: just saw Riot interact with Mesmera.
0: Okay. Yeah. You were very clear about watching it happen, though, I feel. So you guys know who she is and what she looks like.
1: Mm -hmm. Right, okay.
4: I'm I'm just establishing that she wouldn't necessarily know who we are.
0: Yeah, that's a fair
2: assumption.
4: Okay. Mm -hmm.
2: Everyone is very excited to be here. You sort of file in in a very reserved but excited way with the rest of the partygoers. The outer courtyard... It's like you you enter through the gate, leads to the castle proper, and you get sort of a, a real impression of the size of this massive tree. It's still behind the castle proper, which again is U-shaped. It's like looming out above it. It's probably like 50 feet tall. You get escorted by like a very butlery looking person into the castle proper. There's kind of like a through fair organized, like the real parties in this courtyard through the castle. And as you walk through it's, it's quite a bit colder than you expected on the inside, being built as it is of stone, though no less glamorous than you expected, as you can see that the Solnates have filled the halls with magical, historical, and artistic artifacts. So yeah, lots of like gorgeous items, but most people are sort of walking through into the final inner courtyard, and you can catch like a glimpse of it as you're in the castle. So it, it
0: sort of party's yours. Tina Wednesday out.
1: Best of luck to you there, Tina. Godspeed. Slinks into the night. Well, Miss Riot. This, more than any other place we've been so far, is very much your environment. So, I mean, we will follow your lead.
3: I mean, to an extent, this is uh, new territory for Vodka Cran. I'm happy to take the lead, but let's stick together.
4: Yeah, okay, let's, yeah, let's just try and blend in as best yeah. we can. I'll try and swipe a few champagne glasses off of... Uh... A walking by waiter. <laughs> yeah, they're
2: for sure like glasses of bubbly things of various colours.
0: At this point, crater roll uh actually everyone roll a perception check.
1: Seventeen.
0: Oh, also seventeen. Ooh. Twelve. Riot and Celestine, you both notice that there's this human woman standing next to this table with a bunch of food on it, and she's uh, holding a glass of champagne herself. She's wearing rollerblades, and she's got a a chef's hat on through which you can see soft-colored lights moving around inside of it, and the reason that you notice this is that she keeps like looking down to her glass of champagne and then looking back up at crater and like kind of giggling and there's someone that she's standing with that she keeps like whispering and then like looking back over at crater and then giggling and then you see she like starts to take some very trepidatious steps towards you as a party
1: uh, okay, that'd Be cool crater crater i i think that one there is had their eyes on you
0: just you got this you, be cool be cool it's all good you got
4: this yeah I, I nervously look at the roller skates <laughs> as as they're coming towards me uh, okay. Yeah,
0: she blades over to you um, and she kind of gets up to the group and she just says hey um And she looks at Crater, and she points, she, like, kind of nervously stammers, then slowly points to her uh, name tag. You can see written on it, Boudoir Finger Biscuits, uh, (laughs) pronouns she, her, (laughs) 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 Uh, um, and she blushes as she looks at Crater, and she's just like, um, would you want to grab, there's, like, some snacks over at that table. I don't know if you came here with someone, but, um, yeah, do you want to maybe go grab a snack, drink?
1: Oh um hmm uh knight you should absolutely feel free to have a chat with your friend go on go on Knight. we'll we will be fine without you
4: okay sure it's a party it would be rude if i said no okay uh miss finger biscuit it's pleasure to meet you
0: (laughs) yeah that is my name yeah (laughs) i know it's kind of crazy but um and and you are um knight
4: uh e4 crater looks down his name tag yes knight e4 pleasure to meet you
0: that's so cool (laughs)
2: as this interaction interaction is happening before you all i'm sure that you're looking at it with transfixed horror and (laughs) celestine you hear from behind you well you know my feelings are a little hurt my boy
1: fucking knew it i fucking knew (laughs) god damn it oh uh
2: hearing cognito i see i don't suppose you'd be willing to Have a friendly chat with your friendly Uncle Edict.
1: And let me ask you, if I say no, uh, are you going to make life difficult for me here at this party?
2: Ah, Well, I would never make a party difficult. It is not consistent with my brand.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, if there's one thing that I've learned from keeping the company that I keep is that your brand is very important.
2: Your brand is all you have, dear boy. And I... I would much like to talk about yours, if 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 you would. Uh, good to see you too. Uh, well, good to see you, sir. I've don't believe I've had the pleasure. And he's looking at uh, vodka. Oh, um, yeah, I'm Vodka Cran. Nice to meet you. <laughs> 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 I I wasn't ready. <laughs> oh, this is so good, so good. Well, it's very, very nice to see you. Uh, I did see your li- name on the list. Uh, I'm not familiar with your work.
3: Oh, you know. Uh... I get around, uh, and you are. <laughs> You're asking who uh, yeah, I am?
2: Yeah, I don't know if I'm familiar. Ah, uh, well, I am your friendly Uncle Edict, of course, leader of the Spectres and uh, confidant extraordinaire to many.
3: Oh, okay,
2: impressive. It is. Thank you. Ah, uh, if you don't mind, though, I, I would very much like to have a word alone with my boy here, uh, Mr. Uh,
1: Luke.
3: <laughs> if if that's all right with him.
2: Uh
1: that should be. Fine. And I, I give, uh, make sure I'm giving vodka slash riot a look like, don't leave me too, too alone with him. Like, stay Mm -hmm. close by. Mm
3: -hmm. And I'll, I'll kind of like twinkle in my eye so that only he can see. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: I suppose let's, uh, let's have a chat then, Uncle Edict.
2: Let's actually follow Boudoir Crater first.
0: Um crazy party huh it's just like it's a lot of people and they're all so famous and accomplished and um sorry I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself I just saw you over there and I thought you looked really handsome I don't know this is so weird I'm sorry this is like not this is not what I normally do would you want to would you want to go for like a walk around the courtyard it's so beautiful
4: I'm very flattered and you're 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 a very beautiful woman. Um, oh, I, I, just, I just want you to know you're not really my type. But like, I'm happy to keep you company. I'd love to go for a walk with you.
0: Is it the chef's hat? <laughs> no, no.
4: Again, you're just not really my 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 type. I love the chef's hat, especially the, the roller skates too. Very good. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I didn't really I didn't really see anybody else wearing them, so I thought it was kind of weird. Um, thank you for saying that. That means so much. Um, so you're not. Um, interested
4: no i'm gay i'm sorry
0: oh oh my gosh no no it's totally fine sorry i got way ahead of myself i'm very Um,
4: flattered though
0: uh yeah (laughs) cool um you know what i'm kind of i'm kind of here to like meet someone would you mind if i just kind of went on a walk by myself
4: sure yeah if you if you need (laughs) if you need a wingman later on in the night i'm your guy okay
0: (laughs) Thank you. And it's nice to meet you. Maybe we can meet up later and talk about how we do at the party. I don't know. All right. Really intimidating.
4: Uh, best of luck. I'm sure you'll do great out there.
0: Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Are you like here to meet people? Who do you know?
4: Um, I scan across the party.
0: Why don't you make a perception check, actually? <laughs> yeah, big yeah.
4: Yeah, please. Oh, God. That's a four? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think... She's hard to miss. Crater, as you scan, you do see Mesmera doing a slow walk through a crowd of people, just slowly saying hi to everybody. I
4: see, yeah, uh, I'm. I'm very loosely connected to Mesmera. My my brother used to do work for her back in the day, and I got an invite by extension.
0: Are you serious? You know Mesmera? Uh,
4: I I know of Mesmera.
0: Oh my god! Can you can you introduce me? I,
4: uh, shit. Um, <laughs> I'm g- gonna be honest I've actually never, never spoken to her it was just like my brother had a pass and he couldn't he couldn't make it so he gave it to me so oh yeah cool okay so
0: have you you've not met mesmeria have you met bonbon bon?
4: oh everyone's met bonbon bon. <laughs>
0: Um, as you say that, somebody's ears perk up from like a group that you're walking past
2: and they turn around to greet you. This is a lovely and fashionable middle-aged man with a Southeast Asian appearance. His most distinctive features are the beauty mark adorning his upper lip and his waist-length, silky, pin-straight lavender hair. He wears a massively voluminous black off-the-shoulder velvet ball gown, which he hefts up in bunches as he steps towards you. And in gold along the bodice of his gown are a network of planets, stars, and constellations. His badge says, Bon Bon Vibrato Solmazate, pronouns he him. And uh, hearing his name as you walked past, he turns and lifts his gown and comes towards you and says, oh, my ears
0: are burning.
4: Oh, oh, Bon, it's, it's so good to see you again.
0: <laughs> roll, roll
4: me a deception <laughs>
0: Budor is, is jawed on
4: the floor, like, looking back and forth. Uh, I rolled an 18. Ooh.
2: Bonbon looks a little bit panicked for a second, and then, like, looks at your tag and and just goes like, ho, oh, oh, ho, of course, 94, it's, it's been so long, Re- remind me the last time that we saw each other.
4: Ah, uh, I... Did we not have a nice conversation at Riscotech? Riscotech?
2: Oh my goodness. I haven't been to Riscotech in years. It must have been ages ago.
4: Yeah, it was easily years ago.
2: And you say (laughs) we had one conversation?
4: (laughs) You know, I'm a little sad that you don't remember, but you know what? You must have so many conversations with so many interesting people. I don't expect you to remember every single person. That's totally fine. Oh
2: my goodness, I feel so rude. I I must admit that... Well, you know, no, I do recognize your face. I never forget a face. Welcome to the Solomiseite estate. And he gestures grandly around the courtyard. And you know what? I'm going to take this opportunity to describe the courtyard because it's Beautiful. Like much of the city, it is flooded with water up to your ankles, but it has this gorgeous effect. From underwater, the floor lights create like a rippling pattern across the tiled courtyard and up the massive old growth tree, which shelters the partygoers below it. Behind you is the castle, and before you a perfect view of the lake and the Magnaquart's mountains beyond. And so you've got this like beautiful water-rippling light effect, there's musicians, tables of food, partygoers, and beneath the tree stands a magnificent ice sculpture of the Empress, which shows a pregnant person lying sideways across a throne, feeding themselves grapes and uh, bonbons-like. I just can't wait for this year's Aurora. How about you?
0: I can't wait. I'm so excited. Sorry, Boudoir Finger Biscuits. So, so I can't even say my name. Um, Boudoir Finger Biscuits it's so good to meet you. I'm so happy to be at your party. Mm, Boudoir.
2: I must say that the hors d'oeuvres that you've prepared for this evening are marvelous. and It's so nice to meet you again. <laughs> for the first time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, was there something you needed from me?
4: Uh, you know what? Your presence has been greatly appreciated. We were just, we were just mm. kind of gone. Talking at all the famous people that are around here, and you know, you're one of the most.
2: Oh, I well, know, aren't I? Is there, is there anyone that you want to meet? Little Bonbon, hook you up.
4: Um, I'm I'm good.
2: <laughs> you're, you're good. Really. <laughs> I mean, surely, like the the most famous people in the Fifth Collide are here. Yeah,
0: they they really are. She turns, Boudoir turns to you, um, Knight. <laughs> E4 slash crater. Yeah, I mean, there's, like, literally anybody you can think of. Take him up on this offer. Okay,
4: you, you know what? Okay. You know it was someone I've been dying to meet? Tell me. Is, is Harley Highstakes here?
2: Um, he looks, like, really shocked that you've said that, and kind of, like, pulls you by the arm into, like, a, a little bit more of a secluded section, um, and is just like, now look, now see here, I... I don't know where you've been, but that name is not a welcome one around here. And In fact, if you say it in front of my spouse, Mesmeret, she will have... A, well, she's, she won't have a fun night, and it's my job to make sure that everyone has a fun night.
4: I am so terribly sorry. I've been in Catch for the last couple of months. I've been kind of off the grid. So you haven't heard? Not really, no. Is there anything to be concerned about? Well, I mean, I don't know how much you know
2: about what's happened since the big boom, but... uh You know, Harley, uh, well, she walked off the job recently, and she took a lot of assets with her.
4: As in, like, people, or as in, like, artifacts? Well,
2: you know, people, staff, um, bombardiers, weapons, you know, whatever money they could grab that night.
4: (laughs) What is she? She's starting a militia or
2: something? Oh, God. Well, I hope not. I don't know why she would. She's such a bad sport.
4: Is there a specific reason that that you've heard as to why she's kind of gone off the rails as of late oh
2: come on now knight i mean surely you've heard about the heist i
4: i heard that there was some sort of kerfuffle at riskotech a couple weeks ago yeah i again i've been kind of off the grid i i don't i don't typically follow the news you know can
2: you roll me a persuasion
4: crater is surprisingly good at persuasion <laughs> oh that's a 22
2: mm. oh Alright, well Bonbon's kind of like, you know, playing with his beautiful hair and like leans forward and she's like, All right, all right, I'll give you a little I'll give you a little more juice than I would give to just anyone. But uh you know that uh Miss Mare's been quite dissatisfied with Hardy's performance as MC for some time, and I think this might have been the last straw.
4: Go on, Bon Bon. I'm all ears. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm afraid that's <laughs> mostly all I know. She's just n- not as diligent as As Ms. Mera would hope that she would be. And, you know, finances and income at at, Trobo Neo Vega. Just not growing the way that Ms. Mera... I'm not... To be honest, I'm not really the money person in this family.
4: That's fair. It's so hard to find (laughs) people these days.
2: It's so hard. Well? Well... I mean, I promised you an introduction, and if Harley's the only person you're interested in, then I'm afraid I can't help. But now that you know who my spouse is, I must introduce you to my platonic soulmate. And uh, he turns and, like, the, the group that he sort of broke away from to come and talk to you, like, gestures to somebody, and they turn and come on over.
4: God, I've got uh, myself into such a mess here. <laughs>
2: Um, All right, well, this person that turns around is a dashing fat person with a Caucasian appearance and short, slicked-back blonde hair parted right down the middle and a dark pencil mustache. She is heavy-chested, tall, appears to be on the young side of middle-aged, and is dressed in a classic black tuxedo and bow tie. Upon their head, they wear a spinning, twinkling mobile headpiece. Planets and stars rotate gently around them, balanced gyroscopically. And upon their badge, you see the name patricia tremolo she they
0: oh bon bon, making new friends always <laughs> who's this
2: well this is my very dear
0: friend from long ago his name is knight e4 i'm so sorry to interrupt M- knight e4 my name is patricia and it's so good to meet you
4: it's a it's a pleasure Nice to meet you, Patricia. How, how do you two know each other?
0: Oh, we've been artistic partners for how long, Bonbon?
2: Bon? Oh, you've been the soul Ms. a platonic soulmate since, well, longer than I care to admit to being alive. For so long. For so long. Ooh. A little taste there.
4: You, you, got, you got some pipes there, Patricia.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, you. <laughs> In any case, this is Knight E4. His, uh, he, well... I'm afraid I forget what you do tonight. You must forgive me. Who? Me? Yes. <laughs> I mean, there must be some reason you were invited tonight. Only the one most sexiest, most talented people get a badge.
4: Yeah. I. um, You know. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. Mm, <laughs> what, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm, I'm a. I'm a talent agent. I, I I manage a few bands. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a, a couple, a couple up-and-comers that you're going to be hearing all over Pip in the next couple of months. CJ is right around the
2: corner. Well, if they're up-and-coming, then I definitely know who they are. Oh yeah, maybe Knight is here with Lux Bon, bon. Of course, that must be where I know you from. Certainly, <laughs>
4: <Fuck>. <laughs> maybe, yeah. <laughs> Maybe.
1: Oh my god! I love this. is so great. I love that Cater is just all on his own trying to fucking do this. Uh-huh.
4: Well, you know, it's been a pleasure to meet you, Patricia, and bon, bon. It's been great catching up with you.
2: Um, it's been confusing and titillating. <laughs>
0: titillating and confusing
2: i loved every minute of it dear
0: i loved every second i loved every millisecond oh i loved every fraction of a millisecond
2: <laughs> fraction of a millisecond fraction of
0: a second to our love what do you think of that oh what a hit it's gotta be the next best thing we should talk to love let's go talk to us right now let's do it right now goodbye darling goodbye
4: toodaloo We'll see guys around.
1: Oh, that was fucking beautiful. Oh, I love that oh. so much. As they
4: like walk away, I think like Crater like runs to the bathroom and like fucking pukes into a toilet. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then okay. fucking. Okay, so you just like leave boudoir. Uh, god, I I Sean am so sweaty from that interview. <laughs> <gasps> oh, oh.
1: Wow. We got some interesting info out of that, though.
0: Hell yeah. Hello, I am Jay, I am one of your DMs, and I am briefly interrupting the episode to talk to you a little bit about our Patreon. If you're not familiar with Patreon, it's essentially a subscription service in which you can sign up to an artist or their project and commit a certain amount per month to help them grow. Uh, For our Patreon, we have a few different tiers. The most fun one is definitely the $10 a month in which we have a whole other show on top of Planet Arcana. We do a show called Recharge in which we discuss the events of the previous two episodes. It's really Really fun. We get super in-depth into the characters' motivations, their feelings, um, different mechanics that we didn't discuss in the episode. We also inevitably get into uh, one of our real-life childhoods. Uh, embarrassing stories come up a lot. Um, it's super incriminating, totally worth paying $10 for we also have tiers where you can just get the episodes a day in advance, uh, not have to listen to ads like this. And of course, just a tier where you can just support us, and uh, to that we say thank you. If you can't commit to a monthly subscription, which I totally understand because the world is on fire, we also have a coffee where you can basically just tip us uh, whenever you like if you're enjoying the show. So. You can find us at www.planetarcana.com. That's our home website. We can direct you to all these links and more. We're also on all the social media as at Planet Arcana Pod on Twitter, Instagram, etc. Really, the more people that support us on Patreon, the more people uh, that help us on Coffee, and most importantly, the more people that are just listening wherever they're listening and telling their friends, uh, the more we can start to do more fun stuff with you guys. We have some super fun ideas for merch. We have fun ideas ideas for more content and uh, ideally in the future the dream would be to do more content more frequently but uh, it's a lot of work and we need your help. Uh, The best thing you can do for us right now if you can't commit on uh, patreon or coffee is to just tell your friends tell your nerdy friends who like D, tell your not nerdy friends who maybe have never tried D but have always wanted to and tell them that you want to start a campaign with them and this is their gateway and i've just match made a campaign for you thank you so much for being here we so appreciate you listening and we so appreciate your support back to the show
2: Meanwhile, um, I think Edict has sort of pulled you slightly away from the courtyard and is just kind of wanting to walk with you slowly throughout the finery, the items that are adorning the walls of the castle while you have a little chat.
1: What is it that I can do for you, Uncle Edict?
2: First and foremost, I guess I want to know why you didn't come visit me in Venora Vega.
1: Well, the honest answer, Uncle Edict, is that I do not know you nor do I completely trust you. When last we met, you, uh, you told me not to trust my friends, and I'm, uh, I haven't seen any reason thus far to, to believe that you were right about that, so if it's a choice between them and you, well, my choice is made.
2: Well, I must say that the messages from the Arcana are never so clear, and even I have occasionally been wrong, but I do think you need my help, boy. Why is that? Because the Arcana have been whispering your name to my ear since we first met.
1: Uncle Edith, when the Arcana speak to you, what does it sound like? What does it feel like?
2: It's a very precious experience to me. I remember the first time quite clearly. First, my head started rotating. (laughs) And then I began to experience auditory hallucinations. And those were the voices of the Arcana. And let me tell you, my boy, it felt terrific.
1: Did they sound like people that you know?
2: Like people that I know. Well, no, they they had the voices of the divine, my boy.
1: Uncle Edict, how did you know what we were at Riscotech to do? The Arcana spoke to me in the bathroom. Which Arcana?
2: I can't be certain. Sometimes their voices overlap, and I must judge their nature by what they ask of me. And what this particular Arcana asked of me was to watch over a young android. And I believe that android is you.
1: I think... That the Arcana may have spoken to me as well.
2: <gasps> Edict like clasps you by both shoulders and is just like, They have. You must tell you must tell me everything.
1: I'm gonna tell Edict about the voices in the dreams, in the in the like digital network stuff. I'm not gonna tell him about the Pip message. I'm not gonna tell him that riot and crater are hearing things as well. I'm just going to keep it about me and just about the, the stuff that's been happening in the dreams.
2: Are you going to tell them the, like the contents of the, like what they
1: said to you? Yeah, 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 let's do it. And you chose the message that promised hope, did you? I I think that's what it was promising. It was, it is difficult to tell. And as you've said yourself, sometimes it is, uh, if this is the Arcana, then it's difficult to determine what it is that they want from me let me ask
2: you this did you tell him about what happened at the temple when you like told him about the voices and stuff
1: i'll say yeah uncle edict you you i don't think you know this about me because well we don't know each other but you seem to know things so who knows what you know but i did not complete my creation journey and i went back to a creation point to try and find some answers and i had what felt I, I don't know how to describe it other than a vision, a, a memory perhaps, but it, it, it's not something that I knew before. It was difficult. It felt like a, a memory of my maker, but there was something else there, another voice, and, and I don't know what it means. When the Arcana speak to you, do you see things or do you just hear things?
2: Edict at this is actually looking a little bit vexed and sort of mumbling to himself like visions memories. What did you see?
1: I just got a sense of a place, and uh, I think it was a creation point that I had been at before, but I don't have much memory of that time. And the rest was a bit hazy. It was a bit difficult to make out shapes, but I do feel like I recognize the voice of my maker, though I I do not know who they are, or what they look like completely. goodness.
2: I must say that my impression of you was right on the mark from when we first met. You are indeed precious to the Arcana, and these, these visions, they must be heeded. They must... Do you understand me, Celestine? You have been noticed, just as I have been noticed. And whatever these messages are leading you to, I believe you need to follow. In fact, he's wearing his specter robes, so they're like very intensely decorated, ornate specter robes. So he goes into his specter robes and pulls out, like... Like a sketchbook, Um, and you can see that like he sketches quite often, and he's like, "Describe this place for me and draw it down as best you can, and I will, I will do what I can to find out where this
1: location is." All right, and so uh, my memory peter's memory was that there was like mountains on one side and water on another side is that right
0: your back was to the mountains you were facing the water and you were sitting in short grass
1: all right well i'll describe that to uh, uncle edict and and let uncle edict uh draw what i tell him
2: i want to make a roll to like determine how accurate to your memory is um this drawing to see how accurately he'll be able to help you. What is the role for drawing a place for memory? Just
1: intelligence, maybe? History? Oh, history. History could yeah. be...
0: Yeah. I'd say that, like, you could even do it with advantage because it probably stuck with you. I'm sure you've been thinking about it since it happened. Yeah.
2: And, like, yeah, Edict is, like, helping draw and, like, erasing things as you're like, nope, it went there. It went there.
1: All right. It is a 50.
2: So he seems pretty, like, satisfied with... And, like, all right, well, this could be... Yes, this definitely could be a few places. Allow me to take this with me, my dear boy. Do you still have that specter token?
1: Um, <laughs> I. <laughs> My my friend had it, and I I don't believe we we used it on our way out of Troubled Vega.
2: Yes, I know you did not. That was not the way I was supposed to be able to find you afterwards, and I had not have much luck. <laughs> I was a little hurt. I hurt my feelings a few times, dear boy, but
1: I forgive you. Honestly, Uncle Edict, it just we we got to the to the toll booth at the at the edge of the city, and I don't know what happened there, but everything got a little confused. We had a conversation and I just felt the need to leave quickly before <laughs> before I don't know what, but I got very flustered. <laughs> well, alright, alright. Just,
2: you know, I, I, I would just like to believe that you have a little bit more trust for me now and I hope you do contact me because I will be working diligently on this although my schedule is extremely busy for the next three months as you can imagine. Uh,
1: you know, all these events and... How much? My- I contact you if if I need to.
2: Uh, through the Spectre t- token, of course. It'll let you into uh, Spectre Pip,
1: and you'll be able to send me a message. And will that be a private message directly to you, or will other Spectres be able to to pick up that message? Well, it's supposed to be
2: private, but uh, why don't we keep things a little coded?
1: All right, I will, I will do my best. I, I recently learned how to do something like that, and uh, so I will send you a very cryptic message... When I when I need to get in touch <laughs> with you. My boy, may,
2: may I ask why uh, you are here as lukewarm at this party? And what brings you to Viridesia?
1: I mean, I'm not sure whether it has anything to do with the Arcana or not, Uncle Edict. And I I, I, I don't know. I would just assume huh. it may be dangerous for people if I tell you. Is that is that a sufficient answer? Roll me a persuasion. You're going to be like a 12. Nope.
2: Eight? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't like that you're lying to me again, my boy. <laughs> I really thought we'd made a breakthrough here, but look, it's fine. I'll leave you to the party. I trust you as you should trust me as a fellow, let's say, selectee of the Arcana.
1: Uncle Edith, though, but I'm sorry, before you go, I don't understand what they want from me. Ah. I, and I don't know how to understand.
2: The only way to understand the Arcana, my dear, is to listen and wait. And he's about to say something more. <laughs> when something catches his eye from beho- over your shoulder, um, and he, like, falters, and just this insanely vexed look comes over his face, like someone just farted. Then um, <laughs> you turn around, <laughs> and through the door comes a, like, very, he looks, like, mock-surprised to see Edict there. It's oh Yeeha God. McGraw, of course. Of course. the exact sake. same specter robes that Edict has on. It's the same outfit. What? What, what is the, what is this? This is the most <laughs> oh, disrespectful. Well, this is awful, embarrassing
0: for you. <laughs> you absolutely know what my robe, unbelief. And he like goes Did over I? <laughs> yeah, I was just like... Do I? Yeah, yeah. I don't I- know. I just picked this out of my closet. I thought it looked kind of we- shabby and I figured that would be good for this party. We saw
2: each other at Riscotech not more than two weeks ago and I was wearing this very thing. You always have to embarrass me at these events. Can't we ever just have a peaceful time? Look at you. Look at you. You are making a
0: mockery of the spectacle. I don't know what you're talking about. I think I'll look all right, I guess. I think I'll look better in the robes than you do. Unbelievable And like they continue to argue.
2: Celestine, Celestine.
1: slips away for sure. <laughs> it, it Good for tries you. not to be noticed by by Yiha.
2: Wonderful. Um let's cut back to Riot, who like unusually has evaded, you know, anyone's notice so far. Um i am assuming you were in the courtyard where we left you what what are you
3: yeah up to? just uh lying low trying to be uh, mysterious yet understated uh and also like just very comfortable looking being alone so that no one feels like like they need to come up to me
2: just trying to like
3: get a get a read on the whole scenario here see if anything's intriguing
2: Yeah, I mean, you definitely managed to sort of maintain this, like, cool presence to the point where everyone's like, well, if I don't recognize her, then I probably shouldn't talk to her. (laughs) 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 Perfect. Um, What a vibe. What a vibe. Something I hope to cultivate myself. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) um, you're milling about the party. People are starting to get a little drunk. Um, One thing, roll me a perception. Mm -hmm. Oh, dang.
3: Uh, 21 Oh
2: my god, that's so good! Ooh. One thing that you overhear quite a bit is people talking about the aurora Viridesia, which is kind of like the point of this party. Um, it only happens on the equinox, and I believe it—it's like a certain point late, later in the evening that, like, the magna courts and the freaking disco opera house and the lake kind of intersect and create this like unbelievable aurora that has the perfect view from the Solmazeta state. And aside from that, you do spy a few familiar faces. Ms. Mara is making her rounds at the party. Um, Tonight she is wearing a floor-length gossamer cape over top, a peach color velvet mini dress, and her box braids are done up in a large and flawless updo that simply towers over her um you also spot teaspoon uh at a separate area of the party she's uh well i mean she's quite tall so like the person she's talking to isn't immediately apparent with the ruckus in the castle proper you do recognize edict and yeehaw's voice with that Mm studly 21
3: okay oh i don't know if this is a mistake or not but i kind of want to go over to the teaspoons
2: area. As you get closer, she's standing with like two other people, both of whom are shorter than her, and as she steps aside, you see a steam android on the smaller side. You recognize him immediately. It's Lux Booker. Lux's design is minimalist. He has arms and an oval head, but the rest of his body is like a smooth rectangle extending all the way down to the floor, propelled by what must be a set of small wheels beneath him, though they're not visible. Around his neck, he wears a medallion showing two cups pouring into each other, and he wears an expensive-looking dress shirt, collar popped to the gods, and buttons unbuttoned <laughs> all the way. <laughs> his-
1: <laughs> collar popped to the gods is an amazing description. Uh, that's the <laughs>
4: episode title.
0: Yeah, the higher the collar, the closer to gods. <laughs> <laughs> god that's a (laughs) t-shirt
2: his well manicured salesman hairdo consists of a series of thin exhaust pipe emerging from his temples uh (laughs) and his face has rounded flickering eyes expressive blocky eyebrows and a lopsided smirk that's backlit internally to give the appearance of like massively whitened teeth the other person you don't know okay (laughs) they're they're just somebody
3: am i able to kind of like Skulk around inconspicuously and overhear what they're talking about? Ooh,
2: roll me uh, stealth. 16. Mm -hmm. Sorry, 17. No, I I had the 15 for You Get Caught, but you made it. Okay, so you hear Teaspoon going, like, well, it sure is a nice party, isn't it?
0: Yes, yes, and you should be a networking Teaspoon. You know, you need to be talking to people and letting them know what you're up to and trying to get new gigs and things like that, you know? I mean, the The kid angle is working really well for you, but I do think we can expand. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, what, 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 what sort of stuff should I say that I'm
2: working on right now? What I I forget you told me yesterday, but
0: and you forgot already. I'm so sorry, Lux. I'm so sorry. Oh, teaspoon. How many times do I have to tell you? I'm
2: sorry. Just one more time. I promise. I'll 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 write a note this time. See that you do, because it's
0: very simple. Lead with the kid thing because it's recognizable, and then lure them in with something a little more enticing, a little more off the beaten path. Say you're interested in working on something I don't know, a little more dangerous, like we talked about teaspoon. That's right. Okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and teaspoon. Yeah. Don't forget this time. I mean, I don't know how many times I have to tell you, but just keep it together, okay? I'm so sorry, Lux. Um, just one more question though. Who who should I be talking to tonight? I mean. Talk to the people who are the people. Don't talk to the nobodies. Got it. You know Mesmera, getting in on her. You know Bon Bon, getting in on him. Talk to even Patricia. She seems to be in with that family in, in some way. And, oh, I don't know. Just just get around. You know what? Talk to Lozenge. Oh, I love Lozenge. That, that's a great
2: idea. I'm going to go do that. Lux, thank you so much. Um, And she goes, looking super angelic across the floor, Um, walks right by you, Vodka, uh, over to this, like, that's just so extremely old human. They're, like, at least in their 170s and dressed in, like, dusty-looking ruffles and lace. Like, just the type of person who's obviously so wealthy and important that they can just dress like shit. And, like, nobody's going to say anything. Oh, my God. Can I get in on their conversation? Like, and en- enter the conversation? Yeah. I'm going to
3: be, like, uh, go up to them and sort of politely be like, I'm sorry, are you Teaspoon? Oh,
2: oh, y- yes, I am. Um, Very nice to meet you. And she, like, looks down at your badge and then just, like, a knowing smile as she meets your eyes right. and extends her hands and said, are you having fun, Miss M- Vodka Cran? I'm so much fun. It's really
3: unbelievable. Uh, thank you for the tip on getting in. I really appreciate it.
2: Her eyes widen. She's like, ah! I don't know what you mean ha- have you met have you met lozenge and she gestures over at this extremely old human their badge says lozenge they them no last name so nice to meet you hey I've a
4: absolutely
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and they seem very pleased oh, with me. their <laughs> interview <Christ, laughs> <me. laughs> that's
0: <perfect. laughs>
2: Oh, lozenge is <laughs> on just, just so many boards and councils, all these artistic, really just a central figure in the, in the well, every community on the Fifth Collide, really, mm-hmm. isn't that right? Lozenge, and Lozenge is like, <laughs> <laughs> They seem to have no idea where they are. <laughs> wow. Uh, pleasure.
3: Pleasure to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have no idea. <laughs> it's it's okay. Two, screeners was wondering if I could have a minute with you outside, maybe. I guess we're on the we're already on the outside, but uh on yeah. the outside of this conversation. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um
4: <laughs> That was a sexy, <six-hour.
2: laughs> it was wonderful to see you. And Lozenge is like a tablespoon. <laughs> <laughs> tablespoon. <laughs> so great to oh. <laughs> oh
4: my god
3: All right, we'll go a little to the side, off, off to to the side where nobody can really get at us.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So, how are you enjoying the party? Oh, the party! It's so wonderful. It's wonderful every year. In fact, I've been talking to just about everybody and just having a wonderful time. Yeah? Like, like actually having a good time? Absolutely. I just,
3: it might be a silly question, but I just wanted to ask, why did you want us to come here so badly tonight?
2: Uh, before you even finish fricking that sentence, she just like grabs your arm in this like seemingly friendly way and like kind of sharply for just an instant digs her nail in. And it's just like, I'm so glad to see you. I'm so glad you made it in and found some batches. Yeah, me too. It was looking real touch and go there, but you must have found some, huh? Uh, sure did. Oh, I, I don't I
3: don't really get the vibe here right now. I don't really understand what what's going on with you.
2: <laughs> oh, well, I'm here uh, at the Solmosaid, uh Equinox party to uh, enjoy the... Um, Aurora, Viridesia. Listen, do do you need help or or are you Uh, up um, to something? Roll me me an uh, insight. Mm
3: -hmm. Uh, Seven. Oh,
1: bummer.
2: All right, carry on with what you're going (laughs) to say. Are you up to something here
3: or or are you just, do you need help or something?
2: (laughs) Up to something? up to aside from the many appearances that i have coming up in the next few months for example um i will be at cga uh which is very exciting um i will be word, handing the award over teaspoon and,
3: um yeah yeah like there's some energy going on here that i don't really think is conducive to having a good time i just could do you want to do you want to
2: blink if you need my help for something well Blink twice. I do know how to blink, and I can do it twice, but I I must assure you, and she, like, takes your hand, and again, just a little bite of her nail in your palm as she looks fixedly into your eyes. I can assure you that there is nothing to be concerned about when it comes to me, and I'm having a great time, and I hope you do too, and, uh, well, well, I, I really should go talk to the host now. It was really nice to see you. Jesus.
3: Okay, I'm gonna... Waver and uh, try to see if I can get eyes on uh,
2: Crater and Celestine. Celestine and Crater, can you give me like a summary of like where y'all went relative to the courtyard after your respective scenes?
4: After I had that conversation, I ran into the washroom and nervous puked and then (laughs) I cleaned myself up. And then I think I'm just, I'm back out in the courtyard, just like back against the wall. um, A drink in my hand that I'm not sipping at all. Just uh, watching the party.
1: I think uh, Celestine and Uncle Edict probably went like away from the courtyard to have a private conversation. And then when that was done, Celestine would have slipped back toward where he would expect Crater and Riot to be. He probably gra- uh, grabbed another thing of champagne off a waiter's tray and s- sipping it and finds uh, finds Crater. And, this is good. I've never had this before. And I, I think it's uh it is it's it's. Delightful! It it tastes like fruit and flowers, and the and the bubbles tickle my nose.
4: <laughs> you know, kid. Uh, it's it's great. Some wisdom for you. Don't have more than three glasses, because you will have the worst hangover of your life
1: tomorrow. If you do. <laughs> worse than the uh, worse than the dark Caesars.
4: Oh, much worse than the dark Caesars. It it makes the it makes those Caesars seem like
1: you were drinking water all night. All right. Well, the, I I'm so glad that you uh that you mentioned. Point taken. I. I hate this shit. What's that? Just these fancy folks. I mean, I will admit I feel quite out of place myself. I I, I mean, people are friendly enough around here, but I, I just don't feel like I belong. Um, I did have a an interesting conversation with Uncle Edict, and I, I think that at least for the moment, we don't need to worry about him turning us in or giving us away. But we can talk more once uh, once. Vodka is around.
2: Vodka, if you want to find these boys, that's right. gravy. Uh I'll like speak quietly so that
3: nobody can hear my real voice, but uh hi, fellas. Uh, how's the party?
4: Riot, I Cannot handle these situations without you standing right beside me. Oh my god! I, d- I don't. I don't ever want to do this again. Oh, you don't I ke- want to. I kept. I kept
1: digging and digging and digging and digging. It's
3: okay. It's okay. You know what? It's... it's over now. It's over
0: now. You did good.
1: This is like me in real life at a party. It's like the moment I get there, I'm just like looking at so my good. wall, like how fucking quickly can I leave? Oh my god. I <laughs>
0: Is there a dog, and if not, how? <laughs> can that's I right. Leave?
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
3: One thing I've learned is that teaspoon is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something.
1: I'll relay the conversation with Uncle Edict um, and include the parts that I didn't mention to to Uncle Edict as well. Make mm-hmm. sure that they know everything that's up.
4: Sorry, Peter. Can, can you give us like a little Cole's notes version of that? Oh yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. So I I told Uncle Edict about me hearing voices um you know in like the the dream state the digital network mm-hmm. uh stuff i did not tell them about you guys hearing voices and i did not tell them about the the weird messages that we got on our pip outside of the city mm. so i kind of kept it to the to kind of the bare minimum and uncle edic seemed uh sold on the idea that the voices i'm hearing could be the voices of the arcana
4: damn all right so that's kind of just like affirming what we already
1: thought right yes Hmm. so it may be that the arcana has something in mind for all of us not Mm -hmm. just me as uncle Edict seems to think you didn't happen to ask him about about the rat did you oh Crater, I am sorry, I, I, I plumb for God, that is, uh, was far from my mind when I was speaking to him.
3: Well, you know, maybe it would have raised suspicion in him, so it's maybe, yeah, I don't
1: know. That's fair enough. I wonder if he knows, it would be good to find out if he, if he knows that the specters are, are, are dealing in riot. Ah, oh, darn it, now I feel silly that I didn't mention it.
4: No. No, I, I think, I think riot's probably right, like this might not be
1: the situation to do that. Yeah,
3: and you got a lot of good information, so.
1: I also found out that that specter coin that you have crater can be used as a way to contact uncle edict
4: like a way for us to contact him or a way for him to contact us
1: well it's he seems like he was having difficulty finding us so i think we're safe there but we can okay we can contact him he wasn't completely certain about the privacy of that method but uh if we need to okay hmm. that's good that's good to know and it's also good
4: to know that he had trouble finding us too mm-hmm. and what did you learn crater uh <laughs> you know I I actually learned that um sorry I got, uh, apparently I got a whisper that's real real quiet like um uh, everyone here hates Harley Highstakes. I was talking to Miss Mara's husband. And he didn't really have any specifics, but it seems like it's a real sensitive subject. And you can't even say her name around
1: Mesmera without it being a whole thing and ruining the party, apparently. Damn. Ryan, what is what is Mesmera's connection to Harley and Risco Tech?
3: Uh, I mean, it's a pretty professional relationship, at least that's how it started. But I do know that they worked very closely for many, many years. And I think any kind of downfall professionally would come as a bit of a personal affront to Mesmera after that kind of a lengthy relationship. She gets mad, not
1: easily, but
3: um, when you do cross her, it's, it's, uh, I wouldn't recommend it.
1: Is there a chance that Mesmera orchestrated this for Harley to take the fall for our robbery? Mesmera was not surprised to find you at Riscotech that night and... It seems like she has some connection to Riscotech and, and we got in and out probably easier than we should have.
4: There was someone that turned off the cameras.
1: Could that have been Mesmera? Do you think she's after what we have? I mean, it certainly could be that, you know, Harley takes the fall for a, for, a, for a robbery on her watch, and then Mesmera helps us get in and get out. And then collects the item from us at a time that is convenient to her. And then maybe make sure that we end up here. That is possible. Can
4: I look around? Is anyone looking at us
1: right now? Can you imagine we start looking around and literally everybody's <laughs> yeah, been staring yeah, at you're us? <laughs> <person>. <laughs> I, I, I'm, you're I'm standing picturing next that. To, the,
0: to the speaker.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, roll me perception.
0: We're gonna be like a ten.
4: Uh, I I got a ten. Perfect.
0: The nice thing about this area too is that, like we said, the whole city is flooded and so there's a lot of noise happening just from people walking around Mm. and like splashing so there's just just adding that little bit of flavor yeah definitely hard to be sneaky
2: um i would say that like at this point the yelling has subsided from inside the castle where like yeehaw uh arrived and he and edict are like pointedly walking away from each other and in the meantime edict is like scanning the crowd and kind of like catches sight of celestine and crater and just gives a momentary like pause and gaze but doesn't do anything else
3: I seem to be in the clear for now
4: has
1: anyone seen
4: garbazine
3: not yet i feel like we'd hear a shattering of some sort
4: or they got caught <sighs> but you know you know you know what it seems like garbazine's pretty good
3: uh, i feel like we'd know by now Also, guys, I, like, maybe I didn't give as much attention to this earlier as I needed to, but, like, Teaspoon was really weird. I don't know what to make of it. She was, like, sticking her nails into my skin. It was, it was really weird. I really got weird vibes.
1: Do you think that we might, she was trying to tell you that we're in some sort of danger being here?
3: Maybe. I I can't even tell. I don't know if we can even trust her like I, I i don't know i don't know what to make of it i don't feel good
4: i feel like a preteen in a horror film <laughs> like we can't we can't leave until we get a confirmation from carpazine no
3: right. absolutely should we try looking for him should we try that
1: like... i was thinking that same thing let's let's move this along if there's gonna be danger i would just as soon be gone by the time it begins
2: absolutely
3: okay Let's do some rounds.
2: Are you guys sticking together? I
3: think that makes sense.
4: Yeah. yeah.
2: All right. Where did you want to head?
4: Did we get any sense of where Garbazine went to? Like, did he like run upstairs maybe? Or is there like an off limits? I would say
2: or... that Garbazine, like almost everyone's in the, um, courtyard. Like that's where the party proper is taking place. Um, It's pretty wide open, like there's no additional structures except for the tree. And then ahead of you is the lake. So the only other place to really explore is like in the castle.
4: Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I meant. So Which isn't
2: like roped off. I mean, it's a party.
4: I see. Okay, yeah. Yeah, let's go inside. Yeah, let's go inside. All right, wonderful.
2: You make as though you're just like a group of pals, taken in the view. You go into the castle, and as mentioned, there's all of these like antiques and you know old historical valuable items a lot of the rooms are locked the ones that aren't are like you know bathrooms and stuff like that everybody roll me an investigation
4: can you stop asking for rolls that i'm really bad at
1: <laughs> never a crater hasn't smashed anything in like an hour oh
4: i have proficiency investigation i'm okay at this oh for fuck's sakes
1: <laughs> 15. 14. Uh seven.
2: Okay. I would say that even with that role, you know what actually happens with that role crater? Is that Celestine and Riot kind of like notice something up ahead. Celestine in particular and is just like points it out and like starts moving a little bit more quickly towards it. And you go to follow. And you just you get that feeling that you get when you're starting to feel a little mixed up. It's super vague and it takes you off guard because it's not like something's happening right now that would warrant it. It seems to be pulling you from somewhere in the castle,
4: like 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 physically pulling me, or it's like I'm drawn to a certain place.
2: Not physically pulling you now.
4: Okay, yeah, I I indulge.
2: Okay, and so in this. And this moment of feeling this this kind of alarming but rather intriguing sensation that's similar to losing, you know, losing your grip, but not quite, you start to like walk slowly backwards from where you came from, sort of looking at the things on the wall. And then finally the The feeling grows strongest, and you arrive in front of something. There's a statue of a person in a crouched position, looking upwards. They appear to be a cloud android, very sleek and minimalistic, and there is a delicate sculpted veil across their face. The left hand holds a long polearm, slender but sturdy, with a large bell-shaped blade on either end of the tip. The shaft of the polearm denotes the phases of the moon, and seems to be a real weapon, as opposed to the stone-sculpted android holding it. A placard on the base of the statue reads... Crescentia, the masked vigilante, holds her signature weapon as she regards the face of the moon. Approximate active years, 2250 to 2270 AO. Not much is known about her except that she was a great warrior and was particularly active in a war-stricken chariot cycle. And it's very clear that this feeling is coming from the axe. The axe that she holds, the battle axe.
1: Do we notice Crater having like the like like did Crater go off on his own and 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 Riot and I are are by ourselves or or what's happened
2: here I would say that because you were investigating for something that caught your attention elsewhere for the moment you're heading towards that though you're not too far away from each other
1: I think I'd
4: reach for the yeah I think I'd reach for the axe
2: As you do Crater the feeling grows that feeling of being a really agitated lacking control and as you reach you hear your legacy is my legacy, and as you grasp it, I'm gonna have you roll Constitution save one more time.
4: <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a, that's a natural two, so it's a oh. seven. Oh. oh, crater,
2: crater, crater! I'm gonna describe what Celestine and Riot find. And then I'm going to pass it over to you to tell us what happens when you lose control.
1: At the party, no less.
2: Neither of you have noticed this happening yet. This sort of happened privately for Crater. But you spot something up ahead with your investigation and realize that there's something in the floor. And Celestine, you drop to your knees and sort of, it's not consistent with the tiles around the rest of the floor. Um, And you realize that there's a trap door (laughs) You found it. It's, I mean, you know, it's pretty well concealed, but you noticed it and you pry it open. Riot, meanwhile, it appears to you as though Celestine has simply knelt upon the ground and lifted something invisible with his hands. You see where there should be the trap door. Nothing. You see a floor. Interesting.
1: That's because, like, Riot actually rolled better on perception than I did, so this is something...
2: Riot rolled better on perception, yeah.
1: Are there people around? Nope. Okay, so we're in a little area, just me and Ryan.
2: Yeah, except let's say that, like, as you sort of lift up this trap door, Garbazine kind of, like, skids around the corner and, like, goes to hide and, like, realizes who it, who it is and is like, oh,
0: and, like, comes forward.
1: Out of the trap door?
0: Yeah, the trap door.
1: Okay, so I've... I open up this trap door and Garbazine is in there. When
0: you open the trap door and he's there, he, like B said, he looks nervously like it's someone who's caught him, but he sees you and breathes a sigh and he's just like, I I think this is it. I think this is it.
2: Riot, he, to you it appears as though Garbazine's head has just materialized through the floor. Oh my fuck. <laughs> what, <sighs> what is that? Before you even have time to register, you hear something from behind you and realize that Crater has not joined you.
4: Oh, oh shit. This hasn't happened to Crater in no. a very long time now he would enter into a rage and then with this new axe in his hand I think he just kind of goes berserk and smashes into the wall then pulls it back out and smashes the other side of the hallway kind of does that back and forth before he kind of just crumples into a fetal position and is just kind of rocking back and forth, like hyperventilating on the, on the ground. Oh
2: my God. It's making a huge castrophony and you can hear that footsteps are starting to come around the corner, but have not reached you yet. Meanwhile, on the ground, Crater, you are experiencing feelings that you haven't experienced in a long, long time. Two years to be precise. You recall the agony of waking up and slowly taking inventory of yourself and am I alive? Yes. Am I whole? And the answer to that is no, and even more so, the hole stretches inwards, a long chasm that pierces entirely through your soul and continues out the other side. You remember the blinding agony of realizing that there is now a void where once
4: there was none.